Hello and welcome back to Dating Smash, podcast sponsored by My Coaching Care. My name is Rob Wong, and today we're going to be talking about breaking up. How do I break up responsibly? How do I break up in a way that leaves the other person thanking me for initiating that conversation? Now, first, I want to add a disclaimer to this episode in particular. Um, Bear in mind that what we discuss here is not the truth, it is not advice, it is simply a place to look. Now, the thing that I would recommend in this situation is that if if you can see that there are signs of a physically abusive relationship going on right now, if you can see signs that your partner is like gaslighting you, Right, like explicitly creating a situation where they're denying reality and making you question your own sanity. Get out of the relationship now. Don't listen to the rest of this episode. Don't take any other online advice. It just get out of the relationship. Right? Pack your bags and go. Now, for those of you who are not in that situation, this episode is for you. So one thing, the one thing that I think makes breakups so challenging is that they are confronting. There's this, for me at least, this feeling of like waiting for that sucker punch of like whatever the other person has to say if I'm ending this relationship. Whatever ill will, um, unaired laundry, like feelings that have been kind of tucked away in the dark corners of the mind, those will come out. And it's, it's confronting as fucking hell to be present to those emotions, to fully see the impact of who we were in those relationships. That is the part that is the worst, right? It's not that the idea of breaking up is a bad time. Usually when breakups happen, it's because both both parties are really activated and the fighting never stops and like the situation is just insufferable, right? One person has put up with something for far too long and now like the straw has broken the camel's back, floodgates are open, shit is happening, emotions are everywhere, and it's time to end it. And what that really, what that really highlights, for me particularly as a relationship and dating coach, the thing that I see over and over again is that people are breaking up without reaching an emotional clearing. Now, what do I mean by that? What I mean is that the healthiest place to be when you're breaking up with someone is not in the emotionally reactive of fuck you, right? Like where there's anger happening and chairs are being thrown. Hopefully there are no chairs being thrown. Um, The two of you are yelling at each other. Because the only thing that can happen in that situation is that both parties get hurt even more. And then you're left, you know, in the situation that we described earlier, you're looking over your shoulder, hoping that that person doesn't come back around for you, that you never see them again, right? And what that does for us is that it creates long-term mental damage, brain damage. Your brain literally alters to accommodate for that conflict, that trauma, and it will always be a little more keyed up, a little bit more likely to go into fight or flight. So what you'll notice consistently is that usually relationships 
are pretty chill, right? For the most part, they're pretty chill, but you'll go through seasons where there's more fighting than usual. And the reason for that is because of the initial trauma, the, the initial fight or flight response that comes from conflict, that first big fight. And after that, if you pay attention to the signs, you're, you're more than likely going to see that those fights happen much more frequently after the first fight because that first fight didn't get properly resolved. People didn't get fully hurt. People went into that situation and they said, I'm sorry with that fuck you energy, right? I will maintain that if you have a fight and you're still charged at your partner about it, that you didn't fully get heard in that experience. And that is what we want to avoid creating with the breakup. So it's real simple. There are only really three steps here. The first is making sure that you are emotionally clear, right? You want to get to a place where it's instead of the, if the fuck you energy, it is thank you. I love you. And it's time for me to move on. Imagine coming from that space. Imagine having a conversation with your partner from that energy, right? You would be unshakable. There would be no room for the other person to be furious because you are the space of calm and you reason and you love them and you care about them and this is not fitting for either of us. There would be no room for that resentment. So before any of this happens, you want to get that closet emptied out. All the resentments that you have, all the regret, all the guilt, the things that you haven't said to your partner, take them out lay them out into the sunlight and take responsibility for them. Now, what do I mean by that? <laughs> this is the part that no one likes doing, right? Because being responsible for something means that we did something bad. How can I be responsible for my anger and resentment and guilt if that other human being, that motherfucker over there did this to me? Now, when I, may, when I talk about taking responsibility, it's not about making yourself wrong. It's not about that, right? It's not about what you did that was a mistake that you need to make right. But oftentimes when it comes to conflict, um, and this is something Brad Blanton brings up that I love in Radical Honesty, um, talks about how most arguments between people are about who is the bigger victim. That is to say, if I get into a fight with my sister, right, and like, hey, like, you're an asshole, like, I can't believe that you did that, and then she'll come back with, no, you're the asshole, and you did these things to me, and it will just go back and forth and escalate more and more. That's the natural pattern, right? When we get attacked, we want to attack back. The problem with this is that I am not at the cause of my own life at that point. And I'll break that down, right? So if the other person is responsible for my life, my circumstances, the things that are making me miserable, who does, they, who does that give the power to? It's certainly not over in my corner. I'm pissed off. I'm frustrated. I feel like I'm pushing up against a brick wall. There's resentment there, but there's no power. It's all over on the other side. That person created it. They're responsible for this. And that's what I mean. 
in taking responsibility for what was created, not blaming yourself, not being guilty about it, but being responsible. Hey, I made choices that contributed to me feeling unloved, feeling disconnected. I made choices that led me to feel like that my partner wasn't attractive. I made choices that led to more fighting. And I am not at the source of these things. I'm not to blame for these things, but I am responsible. I am taking responsibility for these things. And the minute that you can do that, the emotional charge goes away. Now, I highly recommend that you talk to a trained professional about this. This type of thing is easy to just kind of sweep under the rug. You're like, ah, yeah, I did a few things and I feel bad about them. Let's go talk to my partner. No. <laughs> No, bad, wrong. <laughs> when we come into an argument with the space of like not being completely clear, when we come into an emotionally charged space, bringing our emotional charge, the only place where that leads, and you'll probably see that this is true and from your own experience, the only place that can lead is to more fighting, more conflict. If I'm not in a place where I can be peaceful, with my own experience. If I'm not completely settled, how could I possibly have a conversation? The most difficult conversation that I could have with another human being, hey, I don't love you anymore. Hey, I need to be apart. I need to be alone. How could we possibly have that conversation without it turning into a fight? Unless we are 100% clear and responsible and in control. So that's step number one. With that out of the way, once you have that clearing, you're free to talk to your partner. And the way to do that is to be straight about it. Hey, I love you. This is not working. I'd like to be single again. I'd like a divorce. And I know this is coming out of the blue. Be responsible. I know this is coming out of nowhere. Probably doesn't make any sense. You might be mad and I want to hear what the impact of that is for you. And from this point on, your job is to listen. Listen to whatever drivel is coming out of their mouth. Listen to their accusations and their attacks and take that on like it's feedback. Take that on as a contribution to who you are. Witness their experience, one that you helped create and own it. I acknowledge that a year ago I forgot your birthday and I never apologized for that. And it really hurt you. And it made you feel like you weren't loved. And I never wanted to do that to you. And I'm sorry, I see that I did. Really get in there with them. Get in the trenches. Experience their experiences of you and in the moment what they're going through. And when you've done, when you're done recreating them, when you're done, you ask them what else? And you keep going. You keep going until their cup is empty. And here's where the magic happens, right? When a human being has been emotionally cleared, it's like you have a whole new life, right? It's like you've come out from the storm and the sunlight is bright and shining in your face and you have the ability to do whatever it is that you want. That emotional clearing is what we're after because within that space, you have the ability to make whatever it is that you want to make for the next steps. Whether that is, hey, maybe you go your separate ways. Maybe you decide that you want to be amicable, but you don't want to see each other again. 
Maybe you decide that you'd like to stay in touch. Anything is actually possible. In fact, in a lot of cases, once people run through this exercise with their partner, they find that there's no more reason to break up because whatever they've kept hidden away, whatever they didn't communicate to their partner, they've let it go and their partner has too. And the only thing that's left in that space is love. It's entirely possible to resuscitate a relationship using the exercise that I just, just described to you. And make no mistake, this is not easy for most people. This is supremely confronting. I have to be accountable for not only what I've done, but also for what my partner thinks I've done. Really confronting. But let me tell you something. It is better than having to go through life carrying around that little piece of trauma from that past relationship, that little piece of unresolved energy. And it doesn't seem like a lot, it really doesn't, until you start looking in your life about the people that you're trying to avoid. Do you not call your mom, right? Is it every time you hear her voice, does it bother you? Do you get a little angry? When she sends you a text message, you get a little irritated. Do you feel your heart pounding? Do you get into fight, flight, or freeze when you hear it from this individual? At what lengths do you go to avoid having conversations with people? Do you sometimes avoid certain cities because you don't want to see a certain person? And recognize that that's something you carry around with you for the rest of your life until it's resolved. So again, if your relationship is not abusive, this is the way to do it. This is the way to get someone to thank you for breaking up with them. Because in doing so, you'll make a profound impact on not only them, but on you. You get to live your life completely free. No more spending time searching for yourself after your breakup. You get it done now. You don't have to spend six months trying to recover. You may even find that your former partner is willing to help you find another man or woman for your life. But it's only possible if you're willing to take that responsibility, to put in the day or the week or however long it takes to listen to your partner until they feel completely heard and understood by you. And that is all the time that we have for today. My name is Rob Wong, and this has been another episode of Dating Smash. You can find us online on mycoaching.care. And we will catch you in the next episode.